Hi, and welcome to the Swimming with Autism and More podcast. We are a group of three professionals who have over 80 years of collective experience in the field of autism. We are Tammy Anderson, professional swimming instructor, Kathy Ball, autism behavioral expert, and Shirley Fett, parent and mental health professional. We will bring you information, tips, and strategies each episode on how to successfully teach individuals with autism how to swim and more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to our very first session of the podcast, Swimming with Autism and More. We're so happy you've decided to join us. I'm Shirley Fett, and I'm one of the moderators today for our session. Swimming with Autism is especially important to me because I am the parent of two now adult men who have autism spectrum disorder. They're now ages 26 and 28. When they were little boys, particularly my younger son, they had one of the typical characteristics of individuals with autism, which is they were runners. They would like to elope is another word we use for that and could get away very quickly. They also had a strong affinity or love of water. When you pair the two of those things together, it puts our children with autism at great risk for drowning. In fact, drowning is the leading cause of death for children 14 years of age and under who have autism spectrum disorder. So teaching individuals with autism how to swim has become one of my missions as well as my colleagues here at the podcast today because we feel it's a life-saving skill and it's a public health crisis if we don't get everybody with autism learning to swim. When my younger son was about six years old, our front gate at our home was left unlatched. It was a rainy night. He loved the water. He ran outside and got out, and before we knew it, he was gone. We called the 911, and the police immediately arrived, and I had all sorts of ideas in my head that he had drowned in one of our neighbor's swimming pools. At that time, he did not know how to swim, so it was particularly terrifying for us that he had gotten out and he didn't know how to swim. Fortunately, he was found about eight blocks from our house, and we were successfully and safely reunited with him, but I was more than ever convinced that I needed to find a place and find a way to have my sons learn how to swim so that they could be water competent and water safe, and that's where I had the good fortune of meeting my two colleagues here today. So I'm going to turn this over to Tammy, and she can tell you a little bit about herself. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad that you joined us for our first podcast. So my name is Tammy Anderson Lee. I have been teaching and instructing swimming for the past 40 years. I actually started swimming as a competitive swimmer um, at the age of six. And then from there, uh, I started coaching swimming. And then after that, then I opened my very own swim school in 1997 here in San Diego called Aquapro Swim School. And my first student that I had with autism, her name was Amanda, and her mom had called the swim school saying that her daughter had autism and she wanted to enroll her in lessons, but she didn't think she was capable of learning how to swim, and she just wanted to pay for a private swim lesson for her to just, uh, for me to just play with her in the pool. So I went at that time, you know, the internet was still in its infancy. So I didn't have a lot of information that I could find on the internet. So I ended up going to the library and doing a little bit of research on to exactly what autism was. And so Amanda was the one swim lesson that started me down this path working with students with autism. 
I had no idea what to expect when she would come and swim with me. And her mom helped me for years to kind of give me tips and this and that. But it was right after she started swimming with me a couple months, she was doing really great. So I had uh, told her mom, you need to come watch Amanda swim. She's doing so good. And so her mom was standing on the deck and I had Amanda swim and she was swimming like a half a length of the pool with a pretty good freestyle stroke and I looked over and her mom was crying and I'm kind of like whoa whoa why are you crying this is like so cool she's swimming so great and then she said well Tammy you don't understand she goes to school she doesn't know how to read she doesn't write she doesn't communicate with us but somehow you were able to uh, teach her how to swim so that was my aha moment and that's when I found out and realized that I needed to do more for these kids with autism and so uh, we started the Swimming with Autism Pool Pals program here in San Diego. And from there, we have done so many great things for the local kids. And we had been helping and teach and train swim instructors from all across the world. Uh, we have our Swimming with Autism conferences. We just had our ninth year here back in March. And we're soon to be going to Europe to do a swimming with autism training. But it's just so important for all kids with autism to learn how to swim. As Shirley mentioned, drowning is the leading cause of death for children with autism. And so everybody needs to be aware. Parents, instructors, caregivers need to be aware of the safety risk. And we need to figure out how we can be teaching all these kids how to swim um, with our knowledge that we have acquired for these past 20-something years. And so, and what helped me was I had Kathy Ball, who is a behavioralist, so I had the swimming lesson into it, but I didn't quite know the behavior end. So we collaborated together, and not only have we written a book, but Kathy is a great behavioralist, and so um, she'll tell you a little bit about herself, too. Hi, I'm Kathy Ball, and I got my start in special education in kindergarten. Um, my best friend was deaf, and she taught me sign language. All through school, my school years, I volunteered to support all the kids in special ed at um, all the schools around the ones that I went to. And that earned me a Silver Bowl Award from the United Way for Most Outstanding Volunteer in San Diego County. Um, since then, I've worked for Cajon Valley School District, and I've been in Arizona, so in their school district for a while. And back out here, I've been in San Diego Unified School District for 23 years, where I started in the program um, with students with autism. My specialty includes behavior management, which has followed me through my whole life. Um, I'm an advocate for kids and try to help support parents and anybody I can with um, any behavioral issues. The specialty in autism came about 23 years ago, getting more so in with San Diego Unified. Um, and it, that's just what I love to do. And I got to meet up with Tammy and we made a great team. So. I'm very excited to be here. Hope we can help you guys, and welcome to our podcast. 
So I think we should spend a few minutes now talking about a little bit of background about what is autism. Um, I think if three of us knew the answer to that, we'd be rich women. <laughs> Nobody knows for sure because there's no defined cause for autism as of today, and there's no defined cure for autism. That doesn't mean we don't know a lot about autism. It currently, I think the current um, Center for Disease Control Statistics here in the U.S. is the CDC says it's 159 children has autism spectrum disorder. When my children were diagnosed in the early 1990s, it was one in 10,000. So this has become an epidemic, and again, nobody knows clearly why that is happening, but most of you, no matter where you live, or in the U.S. or other parts of the world, you're going to encounter students with autism, and so I think it's a responsibility we all have to try and figure out in our professions how we can best help them. The typical um, symptoms of autism affect children in three domains. One is their social skills, one is their communication skills, and they have challenges in behavior. This is not specifically a podcast designed to give you a full details on what all of the characteristics of autism are, but generally children with autism have social communication and behavioral issues, as I said, and they can be very challenging. About 50% of children with autism will never develop functional language, meaning they won't speak in a typical manner. So that can pose a lot of challenges, not only for them, particularly for them, but also for those of us working with them. So it's going to be up to us to learn ways to communicate with them that may not be in the traditional way. I'd like now to turn it over to Tammy and Kathy again, and, and they briefly mentioned that they'd written a book, and I want them to spend just a couple minutes sharing with you a little bit more about the book and why that's so important and a little bit more about the journey of getting your book together, Swimming with Autism. What's okay. the name of the book? Yeah, so we have uh, Swimming with Autism, editions one and two. We have our second edition out. It's been out since 2013, I believe, and you can purchase it on Amazon. And um, the reason we wrote the book was because we I had spoke at a national swimming conference and explaining our program and working with kids with autism back in 2006, I believe it was. And at that time, uh, swim instructors from all over the country were saying, you know, I need some help. Like, how do you guys do that? What have you been doing? Because, you know, we've been work, or me specifically, I've been working with students with autism in the water since um, even prior to me opening my swim school. So about 1992, 1993. So um, Kathy and I got together and we were like, okay, we got to just do this because we need to get the information out to all the families that need the information, to the swim instructors. And then after we had the book, then that led into conferences. So we do training conferences. We have swim instructors come from all over the world here to San Diego, California. We've just finished our ninth Swimming with Autism conference here. But part of what we want to do is to educate not only the swim instructors and the parents, but um, anybody that just needs information on how to work with students with autism. So. Um, Kathy was. Um, I think one of the really good parts also is just that we make such a really good team, and there's um, we have so much hands-on experience, covers many many years, um, and between the swimming and the autism and the behavior management, uh, we're just 
able to get get to meet so many more people and educate more people. Um, and we've heard a lot of great, yeah. great reviews. Right, I know. And and I I think when we even when I do our we do our conference, we have Shirley speak on um, what is autism and how it affects the family, basically. And for the lay person that it does not have somebody with autism in their family, it's um, really eye-opening to the challenges that the families face on a daily basis. So I think for the instructor, uh, instructors, professionals, people that are working with the students with autism, they need to have a little bit more insight as to how the family workings are on a day-to-day -day basis, on the struggles and the, you sort know. Sort of like a day in the life. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, the day in the life of a family with autism. And it's, it's so, um, such, such an important part. Well, and I can, yeah. I can speak to that. This is Shirley again. Um, I tried to find swimming lessons, as I shared with you earlier in the podcast, that I was committed to finding appropriate swim lessons, someone who could actually work with my sons and teach them to swim. And that, and I live in San Diego, it's a large, large community. And back then when they were young, there really was nobody in all of San Diego County that had unique expertise in autism that could work effectively with my sons in the water. We tried some of the other special needs swim programs here in the area that were available at that time, and they also did not know how to work with them. So it was really a good fortune on my part to meet Tammy and Kathy, and, and we all shared the same drive and enthusiasm for getting... We could see the benefits of teaching individuals with autism how to swim, plus also the safety issues. So I'm, I'm really grateful to them, but um, it, it's been a life changer for our families because the great thing about teaching swimming is it isn't just for the little kids. You're going to probably have people that come to you with adults with autism who've never swam or been in the water. And the beauty of this is these techniques and things we're going to talk about in future podcasts can be translated to all ages, no matter where the person is in, in their life, if they want to learn to swim. And we do that here in San Diego, provide swim lessons no matter what the age is. So I think it's a really exciting thing, and we're really glad that you've decided to join us. We are going to talk in more detail in future uh, podcasts about our swimming program, certain behaviors, certain communication challenges, so that you can start to feel equipped to work with individuals on the autism spectrum. Yeah, and ju and just realize, too, a lot of these tips and, and tricks and techniques that we, we're going to discuss with you can be carried over into all different types of sports or daily living skills or things like that. So even though we're going to give you tips on swimming, but a lot of it can be carried over and some of the behavioral aspects and things like that you can use on a daily basis if you have a child with autism at home or if you're a in gymnastics instructor or soccer coach or anything like that then you will get some benefit from listening to these podcasts that we're gonna have thank you very much for taking the time and hearing what we have to say we look forward to talking with you soon and thanks for joining us bye-bye bye-bye